This is a Diet of Brussels. What's Nigel Farage going to do in this referendum? Now, this is a question that's uh, of interest to the other things that I study. One of the things I'm really interested in is UKIP as a party. And as you'll know, uh, if you follow the news, uh, as I'm sure you do, uh, you'll know that uh, UKIP is going through uh, one of its periodic bouts of infighting and conflict, uh, which uh, always seem to come after a big success. The question of Nigel Farage is an interesting one. On the one hand, he's clearly one of the most prominent Eurosceptics in the UK today. He has a lot of uh, charisma. He has a lot of connection with voters. He is very forceful. Um, and he's somebody who has uh, a really very good track record in terms of translating that into uh, success at the polling station. Let's not remember, uh, let's not forget rather, that UKIP uh, for a long time looked like a uh, rather forlorn cause uh, as it tried to secure representation. And it's really only been since Nigel Farage took over the party uh, in the new millennium that it has had the big successes uh, that we've seen most recently with the general election, where it gained almost 4 million votes. So whatever one thinks of the politics of Nigel Farage, certainly one can't uh, underestimate his capacity to mobilise and to engage. But this comes at a problem. Nigel Farage is uh, often described as a Marmite uh, politician. Either you love him or you hate him. With that in mind, uh, it raises a real conundrum about what uh, a no campaign uh, might do with him. Certainly, uh, at the point where there was discussion about referendum in previous years, there's a lot of clarity on the part of other senior figures in the uh, anti-membership uh, movement who felt that Farage, whilst uh, a big hitter, would be somebody who would be uh, potentially very divisive, both internally as well as uh, with the electorate at large. And this is a difficulty. One of the real issues that the uh, No campaign will face is that the critiques of British membership, uh, the people who think that there are problems, come from across the political spectrum. So we only have to think about uh, the differences between, for example, uh, those on the right uh, who say that uh, the EU stifles free trade uh, and compromises national sovereignty, and those on the left, for example, some trade unions who worry that uh, integration is too liberal, that it uh, undermines social rights and is generally a bad thing. Now, how do you uh, reconcile that? Logically, you need somebody who is not political, uh, in party political terms, or you need somebody who uh, has rather moderate uh, politics uh, about them. Now, quite who that individual might be uh, remains uh, open for debate, but certainly there are people within the Conservative Party and the Labour Party who might be more generally acceptable. Now, uh, this matters. Uh, the position of Nigel Farage is emblematic of the difficulties that a no campaign uh, will face. Uh, they have to uh, mobilise this very uh, disparate coalition of voices and of interests. 
they will have to work uh, particularly against the status quo. That the default position is, is that the UK is a member and it's easier to argue that we should stay being a member rather than go through the uh, inevitable transition costs of uh, withdrawal. Now, quite how that is going to work is something that is going to have to be decided relatively quickly, particularly if we're going to have a referendum in 2016. So in the next few months, over the summer, uh, when people might normally have been having their summer holidays, uh, like Nigel Farage, for a few days at least, uh, there's going to have to be a discussion about what's the best way to organise this snow campaign. And when it does, it's something that we will look at and consider and talk about the implications.